Hi, welcome to Bear With Me, the Quirky Queer Zone. The place where you can get our take on the world from a queer bear point of view. You can contact us by email at podcastbearwithme at gmail.com and Instagram at podcastbearwithme. We're your hosts, I'm Stephen. And I'm Mark. Uh, hello and welcome to the show. We are on Tuesday the 3rd of April, have yes. to think which month we're in, uh, and we do have another guest with us. No, okay, Stephen, I'll, <laughs> I'll keep running this. So, I was so we find out <laughs> he's sitting in front of you. Um, we have our friend Chris, so if anyone's been listening to the podcast, you will often hear us refer to him as Hipster Chris. <clears throat> Chris, would you like to say hello? Hi. So, Chris, you were already giving attitude at the beginning of the podcast, we love you for that, that's... It gives you the theme of how we're going to be going today. Um, so, very quickly, would you like to give us a quick introduce yourself and how people can contact or view you on social media by any choice or option you would like to give them? Uh, my name is Chris. I am on Instagram. It's quite a long one. So it's don't underscore touch underscore the underscore beard or Edinburgh Cub. And on Facebook, it's just my name, which you're not getting, because I can't remember if it's my full name or not. <laughs> <laughs> it, is, it is indeed. So, so very quickly. Is it? Yeah. Uh, okay. So very quickly, um, just for anyone listening, how do you know us both? What's your connection to us both? Um, I first met Mark in the new town. He was being a gobby know-it-all uh, and so I wanted to punch him and had to walk away that's a recurring feeling everyone that meets Mark it's, it, it is. is but he has changed he's now just gobby and not so much a know-it-all uh, and um, I met Stephen probably through Grinder. yes so Stephen how do you how do you know Chris what's your connection to Chris we met through Grindr Grindr, Grindr. See, I, don't, I vaguely remember you out on the bed scene. The only reason I remember that is the picture of you in the red rugby top, where you've no beard. Red? Was it red top. and white? It's a really old picture. I think oh, I know. It's, uh, it's red and black, actually. Thank you. It was a hackett. I bought it in Harvey Nicks. Oh, was that when you were looking for employment at Harvey Nicks? No, and you're not meant to know that story. <laughs> um, so, so we're going to very quickly go through our movies. So, um, very quickly, Chris, we'll be able to ask you if you've seen any of them if you want to add. So, the first one we went to see was Wrinkle in Time. Yes, it was horrendous. So, as I say, it wasn't Whoopi Goldberg who I it thought wasn't was Whoopi in Goldberg, it originally. Yes. Apologies. To so, who was in it? It was Oprah Winfrey. No, yes. you said Morgan Freeman. No, no, you kept saying Morgan Freeman. Um, Oprah Winfrey was in a, an artifact great casting looks really pretty just the story itself the story just was, wasn't wasn't up to anything if you're a 12 year old girl you'll enjoy it and yet and you neither, didn't yes it wasn't my choice to go that surprises me Stephen keeps doing this it wasn't my choice to go it wasn't it was your one choice. of the ones where we decided we were going to see it no, you no. have been excited since the promo pictures had gone up yes there we go but it was your choice to go we had like three movies we could have went to see you were like I want to see this it just also happened to be on the right time on that day when we needed to see something. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we went to see Ready Player One. Yes. Which I thoroughly enjoyed. I've been to see it again since. I really enjoyed it. Um, I need to go back and see it because I still am 100% sure that I saw Bowser chasing Sonic. Um, so even I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's a film and I know that Sonic is a hedgehog. Yes. Yes. But Bowser... Super Mario? 
the bad guy from Super Mario. Yeah, Chris, whatever. you're not that old. <laughs> I didn't really play computer games, so because you were I don't a know. theater major. I well, I wasn't a theater major, but I did theater. Theater. I danced a lot. And for anyone wanting to see videos of Chris dancing, we will put those onto the um, Instagram page. Yes. Stephen, where's the Instagram page? The Instagram page is at Podcast Bear with Me. I liked it. If I, I can understand why people didn't like Ready Player One. If you've read the book, Steven Spielberg has taken some very basic elements of the book yeah. and created a movie very lightly from it. The book is very good and very different. Um, but I liked it. I'd definitely have to see it again. Um, and then our last one was Pacific Rim 2, which you got a little kick out because it said Rim. <laughs> Everyone likes anything with rimming in it. Um, no. <laughs> it was it was what I expected it to be. You know, yeah. it was, it was um, Monsters vs. Robots. Yeah, Monsters vs. Robots. Your Gundam Wing meets Godzilla. Yeah. Which it felt more Godzilla actually yeah, watching it, it than anything else. But it was, it was pretty. It was pretty. They've certainly made it. To follow on. Okay, you need to talk yes, and I not know. watch I know. the computer because you you stop talking because you yeah. have to think. He's so mean, but true. <laughs> um, no, the, the definitely laid up the ending to make a third one. I don't know if they'll have enough money to make the third one because I don't think it's going to make that much money. Oh, I think it'll make a fortune. It's come out over Easter weekend. It'll have killed at the box office already. Um. So that was kind of all the movies we've seen, so we're going to go into Drag Race. Race. So, Chris, obviously we've not, we have had you on before, we just didn't put the podcast live because it was a bit of a nightmare recording, and it also went on for hours. Yes. Um, (laughs) With no one actually answering any questions. questions. Well done, Chris. Um, So, very quickly, All Stars, what was, we'll wrap All Stars up very quickly with you. What was your feelings on the last season of All Stars? The last season of All Stars, there was queens on there who should not have been. Who? Thorgy. Yeah, see, I agree with you on that. should not have been there. I still like Thorgy. No, Thorgy needs to drop her baggage. Bob is better than you. Fucking deal with it. Um, What's the other... Who's the other one? Chi-Chi. Oh, Chi-Chi Devane. (laughs) Why, oh why, was that allowed to ever happen a first time, let alone a second? So... The podcast we lost was the one where Chi Chi had been on it on the opening number. With the would battered you, jazz would, shoes. Yeah. <laughs> would you like to discuss her look on that opening number? I didn't mind that she was in jazz shoes. At least get new ones. <laughs> or if you are going to wear previously worn jazz shoes, clean them. But also, do not come in on flats. I don't care what you're doing. Do not come in flats because you're a man in a dress with big feet and you need to make them look small and flats don't do that the other one that I did not think it should be there was Kennedy Davenport really? yeah why? Um, I don't like her style of drag I don't think that she has evolved Um, she's still coming in looking like a deep fried chicken Uh, and her Elevated, so when they had to come in and do a previous look but better, yeah, her previous look was better than what she'd actually come in with, and it was just a bit meh. So, yeah, I, I didn't, I, I, I kind of felt like that with Kendi's, but I don't know how she got into the final two. It, it, it just was disappointing. The final of all stars, the final, um, Shangela was robbed, yeah. 
but they voted strategically like she had done the whole way through. So that came back to bite her in the arse. Uh, out of the top two, Trixie deserved to win. But if she'd been up against Shangela, I think Shangela would have won it. Yeah. yeah. That kind of seems to be the consensus for everyone, even Trixie fans. Mm-hmm. Even Trixie are saying it's well done that Trixie won. And yeah. on the final two, she should have won. But it should have been a Trixie Shangela final. Yeah. 100%. Plus, I kind of want to see what Shangela's reveal was with whatever dress she was wearing when she was on that that runway at the end, because it was quite clearly a, a reveal dress. She was in like the. No, I don't think so. No, because that was because they'd gone to get changed to find out who was going to be lip syncing for the final, mm-hmm. and she came in. And she had almost like a bauble dress on, so it was quite high. So it looked like it was going to drop into something else. And Shangela's always done a reveal. Yeah. On a lip sync. I don't know. So I think there'd have been a reveal there. I think that if there was a reveal, I don't think she would have used it. Because if it comes down to lip sync against Trixie, she would not have needed no. that moment to say, I'm kind of down, she's beating me, here's something. I don't think she would have needed a reveal. And also the fact that Trixie actually did a lip sync. And yes. Kennedy did some contemporary dance in the yeah. background. It, she did feel like her backing dancer. I mean, it would have worked if she wasn't wearing black. I think it would have worked more. No, no. She didn't lip sync. No, I know. No, so, she, no she, she did. You just couldn't see it. She didn't. And I think that, that was the whole problem. I think if she had done something with the dress and it wasn't just black, because you kind of just lost her in the background. No, I still would have not voted her. Purely because I think it was a dance. It was not a lip sync. She hardly showed her face to the front. Yeah. It was not a lip sync. Sorry, but for that reason... I am Deborah Meaden, and I'm out. <laughs> uh, so, on to the new... So, we're on season 10 yes, now. Season so, 10. finally... So, so, compared to All Stars, it definitely feels like there's been some money spent in between All Stars and this season. Yes. Yes. Well, the set's bigger. Yeah. Like, the workroom is bigger. I know they've done a remake. Yeah, because it's, it's a whole new workroom. Well, the colour's changed as well. Yeah. Well, they've, they've, they've remodeled it's a, it's the a whole. It's yeah. a whole new... And you can yeah. definitely see that it's actually a bigger space. There's bigger spaces between the workbenches and stuff. Mm-hmm. So what do we th- what do we think so far? So there's two, epi- we're two episodes we're down two at episodes this in. point. Um, we've seen two queens go home. And this they point. are the right queens to have <sighs> gone home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I liked Miss Banji. I like Miss Angie. I think she should have made it through. I think... I don't know. I felt no. like the wrong two in the bottom on the first week. No, I think they were the no, right No, I think it was the, the right two in the bottom. I think they were the right two in the bottom, and I think she would have been in the bottom again. I, I do because I just I think she's riding on the fact that she is a Ford Mondeo, Alexis Mondeo, <laughs> <laughs> and I don't think that she. I think was it who was it was it Carson or said that some queens just need time to blossom. I think she needs to go away. And yeah. blossom and come back. So you could see her coming back to do maybe an All Stars. Well, and well, I wouldn't really know for an All Stars because no. she's not. Well, apart from going Miss Vanjie, she's not an All Star. She needs to go away and actually hone who she is as a queen. Because I, oh my god, I can't believe I'm going to turn into Michelle Visage. I didn't see her. I saw a product that had been made for her. Yeah. Mm. Uh, and I think that the bottom two, both weeks have been the right bottom two and the right person from that bottom two has gone. I still want to see Eureka go. Yeah, I'm kind of... I think Eureka needs to She's next. And also, so, here we go back on to flats. So she's been wearing flats 
apart from when she actually entered. She was in a heel when she entered, but yeah. everything else she has been in flats. Yeah, okay, you've had knee surgery, I get it. At least if you're going to wear flats, wear flats that coordinate with your outfit. She was in black ballet pumps, but wearing steel blue and fuchsia pink. Yeah. Wear a steel blue or fuchsia pink ballet pump. They're out there. You can get them. Believe me. I know. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I think she needs to go. She shouldn't have come back. Sorry. I think if she'd came back series 11 or 12. Yeah. I don't know. Poss- possibly. I just don't. I don't think she's got. She, I don't think she's cut out for the for this type of competition. No. Um, anyone you see as a forerunner at the moment? Anyone you you can see winning? I love Miss Cracker. <laughs> it's time for dinner. That love was it. so good. Love it. Oh, there, do you know why she does it? No. Oh, there's a whole. So when she does, uh, she has a flatmate called Caitlin, and when she makes dinner, Caitlin always videos her shouting it's time for dinner but she now does it in nightclubs All right. she'll be standing there with a burrito in a nightclub just screaming out yeah. it's time for dinner um, and that's where it comes from um, what do we think of the vixen don't like her I I love the vixen at the moment no I think she's shady just for the sake of being shady yeah I know that's what I like I don't like that she's playing a game it's, she's played a game, a game it's, it's going to be great for the show it's going to come back and bite her so far up the arse Possibly, and um, anyone you see winning at the moment? Uh, no. No. I think Aquaria is definitely no, going to be the top no. three. She needs to go in week five, I don't no. like her. There's been too much hype about her. I think it's probably going to be at least Mayhem and mm. Aquaria in the top three. Because there's been so much... You only on... gave two there. Yeah, so who's, not... your top... yes. who's your third choice? I don't know who my third choice is yet. But there's been too much hype about both of them being on the show. I still like Bless and Claire. Right, I'm sorry. <laughs> the transformation <laughs> I know. Boy Blair <laughs> to, to Blair Sinclair <laughs> is fucking ridiculous. <laughs> that to go that, from Boy Scout to Like <laughs> even even right, because even when he turned up um and that really nice kind of blue was that a blue jacket and blonde wig, and I was like, right, okay, yeah, fine. And then went away and they had to make their Driving a dime. Yes. Granted, the dress wasn't great, but his makeup skills are ridiculous. Yeah. Because yeah. he goes from being a 12-year-old Boy Scout <laughs> to that. It is just... But, the, but that's... I think that's always much more interesting to watch than someone who doesn't have a lot of to paint or doesn't do a lot of work with where they're painting to make the illusion complete. No, I think I think he has to paint a lot. Yeah. Mm. Because he's featured, he's not got. He hasn't got any features. He's got a baby face. <laughs> and so I think he has to paint a lot and be able to put, put on that amount of makeup and it not look like makeup and not. And his blending is great because normally if somebody puts on that much, they're either going to look like Tempest de Jour <laughs> or Trixie. Yes. Yeah. And he does it in such a way that you would not clock that. My biggest concern with him is he's being overshadowed and overpowered by a lot of the New York queens who are very nippy when they're all talking together in groups. Mm-hmm. So it's very... Because listening to what he says, it's actually on point and often relevant, but they just kind of shoot him down without yeah. listening. And I think it's that... It, I think he'll make middle of the road. I don't think he's going to make top three. No, he won't make top I, three. I can see him making middle of the road. Um, he'll do well. Hopefully, it'd be nice to see him win a challenge, I think, just to kind of... I think he needs that behind him to get any of the other queens to notice. I think Alyssa was right. 
he needs to work on his legs. <laughs> yeah. Oh, his little chicken legs. That was, so, <laughs> that was really funny. They are ridiculous. They're adorable. They <laughs> it's are like a little Bambi. Ridiculous. <laughs> oh, I didn't know which foot was going where. <laughs> and, to, and to like sit there going, yeah, I'm a Broadway queen, and then not be able to dance. Mm. But then when you watch them, though... He did nail it. Yeah, he on put the in the effort. Yeah, but if you're a Broadway queen, you should be able to be shown a step, and you get it. He couldn't do that. Not everyone is like. Not everyone yeah, is like you. I think his interpretation of Broadway queen is more he likes the shows rather yeah. than and that, but that's performing. I mean. Yeah, that's you're then you're then setting yourself up for a fall to come in and say, "Yeah, I'm a Broadway queen," and not be able to do it. You're setting yourself up for a fall, which is correct. Which is why I was picked for the team is yes. because um, the vixen was looking. The Vixen was playing strategy. Although, what do we think about Eureka not being picked by either team and getting to pick a team for herself? Um, I think they were right not to pick her. And Rue, you shady bitch. (laughs) I think think they were right not to pick her. She is a weak link. Because they're all going to be sitting there going, she's just had major knee surgery. And it is a major surgery. A friend of mine had it and she is still recovering a year and a half later. Is she going to be able to dance? No. And she wasn't. To me, it's not so she much. She also her... wasn't able to lip sync. <laughs> it's not so much her not being able to dance and not being able to lip sync. It's the fact that she didn't listen. She's kind of very cutting. Yeah. When, when it comes to her opinion in the group challenges. Yeah, but Mark, that's editing. She said <laughs> at the end of the day. She said it. No, that'll be the editing. editing. <laughs> um, so, so no one's really got any any winners, any clear front winners. Do we think at the moment? Do we no. think it's likely to be New York Queen? I think it'll be a New York queen. I would like it to not be a New York queen. Yeah. I think it will be. Um, but I'd like it to not be a New York queen. Um, Just because my, it puts so many of them in. Well, yeah, I think there's too many. But like, because somebody was saying that, oh, was it maybe you at work? I can't remember. But somebody was saying it that um, there's a lot of them there. And I said, well, if they are the best and they're the ones that yeah. are applying, yes, then yeah, they are going to have to pick three or four of them, or in this case, <laughs> nine or twelve. <laughs> um, I think there. Are, I think they do need to cut back on the amount of New York queens that there are. I would also like them to bring in like one international a year. I think yeah. they tried that with Charlie and it just didn't work. That yeah, but fell that's because flat. Charlie just fell flat and that there was, was the editing yeah. and my broken rib and my shoes were too high and we we sing live. Stop making excuses. Stop saying you're a Broadway queen when you're not. Don't set yourself up for a fall. Do the challenge. If you don't, if you can't do the challenge, bow out. Do an door and just go, yeah. this isn't for me. I'm getting, and there is I'm getting out of here. so many more different queens, particularly from London. Mm-hmm. That they could have chose. Jodie Harsh would be amazing. Yeah, but they're not looking at Jodie Harsh to be the main judge when they bring Drag Race to been the UK that for how many years now? I know, but they've got the rights for it still, mm-hmm. and Michelle's totally up for coming over and doing it when she's not doing everything American else. Drag Race. Doing. Or um, Ireland's next <sighs> superstar. Ireland's got talent. My, have you seen them? I've not. Wow. Some of them, like some of them, yeah, Is are it? really talented. But other ones, you're like, oh, oh, that barrel's been scraped. <laughs> but then they do that over here. I think it's just that there's more people here, yeah. so we don't see them as much. <laughs> I mean, I'd like to see someone like Cheddar go over and do Drag Race. Mm-hmm. I think that'd be really interesting because. Cheddar's Manchester, basically. Yeah. Yeah. So he does um, bollocks. 
Is it bollocks? Oh, I don't know. Don't know. No, is it Cha Cha's Boudoir? Cha Cha's Boudoir. Um, sorry. <laughs> I, Hi, I, Craig, if you're listening, I'm really sorry I got that wrong. I should remember. You've done a very good Sailor Moon when you went. <laughs> Did. <laughs> Done. Um, I w- yeah, I would really like to see her go over. <laughs> well, Chris is the, it, sorry. Chris might be a little bit of a grammar queen as well as a theatre queen. Anyway, <laughs> put your eyebrows on. My eyebrows are on fleek today. So, so, what did you think about the main challenge for the last episode? The drugs. Yeah, the another rusical. Um, I I'm getting a bit fed up of the rusicals yeah. they are getting a bit tired come up with something interesting or don't do it so early on because it is just that right we've got what 13 queens we need to do something yeah. let's get it done and it does kind of annoy me a little bit um, and they're becoming very very similar and just even how the writing of the songs mm-hmm. are they're melodies are really quite I think as well it didn't help that the musical in All Stars was late and this one was really early and they were using the same performers yeah it was like this is just a rehash it is just a rehash of what they were in All Stars it was awful the team that won Mm. I don't the Vixens team wasn't it I think I think they deserve to win because all of them did it and all of them did it well I don't think that was the better section. I think yeah. the, the other ones had a much more mainstream and it was easier and it was accessible. And so they should have done better. So I think Vixen picked the right team. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'm getting bored of them. I'm getting bored of them. And also, I don't think they should have done Best Drag so early either. Yeah, because what are they going to do next? Uh huh. You're like, well, if this like, is your best drag. What are they going to be when they win? Uh huh. Like, what's the finale look going to be? Well, no, the. the they will always have their finale outfit but like Blair's dress was amazing is he going to is he going to be able to match that I also thought Monet Exchange's best drag that was a pantsuit yeah that was not your best drag he he she I think he's he's one that calls himself a he I can't remember I can never keep up Um, Monet played that strategically that's not no that is not their best drag but I think they clocked a few of the queens. Uh-huh. Which is but, what they should be doing. If yeah. the challenge is well, no, yeah. I'm sure he was one that was kind I'm of sure, saying, yeah, this sure. is not your yeah. best drag. I'm just trying to think of anything else which I remember. It was quite a forgettable episode, really. Yeah. And then I'm assuming we're all watching Untucked. Yes. Yes. I was so over Eureka after Untucked. Five Gs. Yeah. Five Gs. Uh, Untucked, the first one, I thought was quite good when... Uh, what's her name? The Vixen? No. no. Oh, Aquaria. See, I can't even remember her name. She's not going to win. Um, tried to say, oh, I only I only said this. And they yeah. were all like, no, girl, you you actually said No, no, Vixen all pulled, of this. pulled her out. Yeah. Yeah. There wasn't but no, this. But no they, when, because Vixen said it, and then they were actually all like, no, but you did say this. And they, they kind of mm-hmm. chipped in. And you could see that Miss Cracker was just standing there going, fuck this again. Like, get over it. But do you not think this is now starting to be a bit of a strategy for the New York Queens? They know there's something there and they're now trying to chip away at the two of them? I think it's more that they're trying to bring up something that happened five years ago. Yeah. Back up. Because it was once to do. Yeah. yeah. They worked together. When you watch uh, Review with a Jew. um, Would you like to plug that again? (laughs) Review with a Jew. 
uh, Ms. Cracker speaks about it and says, look, we actually used to work together and we, because we, we looked so similar, we did twin shoots. Yeah. And they used to help each other out with their makeup. I think Aquaria is a very young queen who has done very well, has been at this since she was 14 and has now got massive recognition for what she does. Yeah. And the head has got a little bit big. I also think she knows how to use that conflict between numbers. She probably started off as something tiny and built up and built up for her own reputation. Yeah. Yeah. Manila Losange. Losange? I don't know where I got Losange from. She makes a good comment about it in... There's nothing original anymore. There's nothing no. original in drag. You did not invent yellow dresses to say that. But oh, they but had I... similar cutouts. Oh wow, they had similar cutouts. <laughs> you know, shoulders. What do you fucking do? Like you didn't. Did you design the dress on your own? Did you make it? Did you design it? Did you buy the material? Did you do everything on it? No. Then you did not invent. I mean, will we just say that Rue copies Rue every week? Yeah. With the same fucking. Oh dress. No, sorry. And Michelle copies Rue the yes. following week. Although I have to say I loved the the catsuit that Rue wore for episode one. Yes, the promo catsuit. Yeah, yes. the promo catsuit. I loved that. That's what she needs to be wearing more of. None of this off the shoulder one. Do I love Michelle making him laugh? Yeah. Miss Benji. <laughs> Miss Benji. Oh, oh, she's never gonna live that down. She doesn't need to. She's making a. Fortune yes. from that, and if you look, even if you look at the media from um, Calorie Kardashian going home, and um, Miss Vanjie going home, people are still talking about Miss Vanjie. Yeah. No one's talking about Calorie at all. <laughs> yeah, but they're not talking about it in a really positive way. Being talked about in any way when it comes to media and promotion is a good thing. Yeah, and people... bless your Kevin Spacey. <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> the bird. Um, so we done with Drag Race? Yeah, we? I think we're done with Drag Race. So Chris, we've got you on obviously because we are a kind of Bez podcast, and we have we have we kind of we try, um, and we've talked about it a few times. And obviously, a, a big part of the Bay community is beards, facial hair, or being furry, or, or being related to some sort of animal. And you obviously had that huge decision as part of your um, I don't know whether it's part of your hobbies or something. You've did you get paid to do it? No, no. Okay, so. You volunteer as a lead actor for a drama society. Um, lead. <laughs> well, I didn't want to say an extract because I don't think you'd forgive us. Um, <laughs> I is talented, hunty. And and as you say, your your major outlet is um, don't touch don't the touch beard. the beard. And you did have how long had you been growing your beard? Oh, how long had the beard been there at that um, point? Oh. I'm, I was trying because I was speaking to a friend about it. I think the last time I clean shaved was about six and a half, seven years ago. So big change. But for this role, and again, we went to see you in Footloose. Yeah. It was lots of fun. Um, we we both liked the tall girl. Yes. Um, from the group of girls because she was just so much fun to watch. Joel. Yes. She was phenomenal. I, I fun. could easily just watch her do a one woman show. I thought she was absolutely amazing. Thanks. Um, you're welcome. You, you, you were As come uh, away from your performance, obviously. Oh, yes, and you know, you know we, we we loved your performance. You know, if a man could put a cardigan on in between scenes, you know, yes. you're how, that man. How many costume <laughs> changes did you actually have? Uh, ooh, one, two, 
I think it was six in total. And they were all in the first ten minutes. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I don't know. <laughs> in the first ten minutes, there was three. Well, actually, technically, only two and a half because mm. I was all I did was took the cardigan off. <laughs> we all, we clocked the cardigan coming on and off. But I had to, I had to have a cardigan on. It was meant to be cold. So that was the whole point of that scene was if I'd come in in just a shirt and then told her to put more clothes on, it wouldn't have made any sense. I had to have on an outer garment. Sweet piece, she was not going to be cold. Um, your lead lady was sturdy. She was not feeling any weather. Um, she was lovely. Um, so back- Moving on from that, <laughs> back to your beard. So obviously for this role, you know, you were initially told you didn't have to, but you did, uh, you did have to remove your beard for the role, which is, kudos to you, you know, it's a huge, a huge thing to do. How did that, I mean, how was it? Obviously we watched you do your, your video feeds and it was traumatising. <laughs> um, it was absolutely horrific. And again, poor Ian had to do it. For, are you speaking to Ian yet? What do you mean poor Ian? <laughs> Ian enjoyed every fucking minute of it. Um, so Ian works at lovely professional barbers. And I don't. That's the bomb. <laughs> Sorry, this rush is finished. Um, no, not annoying at all. Uh, yes, yeah, so a friend Ian who works at a other barbers in town, he... Um, he relished shaving the beard off. He really enjoyed it. Oh, he looked terrified. He was not terrified. He <laughs> absolutely loved being able to do it. Um, it was done on the first day when the snow arrived here in Edinburgh. And it was really cold. <laughs> <laughs> yes, there was much snood wrapping and beard wrapping. And <laughs> Thankfully, I have a lovely cashmere scarf. Uh, the weirdest thing was going and having a pint afterwards and feeling a glass next to my face and it felt sharp because I'm just not I wasn't used to I had to reteach myself how to eat because we know hair I could, going I could eat soup in public which was the first time <laughs> in a long time oh we went for um, um... I could also eat a burger without having to cut it up with a knife and fork and so that was yeah that, those were good see books. my friends don't understand the struggle of eating outside uh-huh. soup is a a no go. Yeah. Um, so we went for ramen with Arbyads the other day, and that was interesting. No, no I can't <laughs> eat. No. Anything brothy. Um, ice cream, if it's in a cone, that was a, that was a no go because you end up just looking like a decorator's radio. <laughs> um, so, yeah. And how much money did you actually raise? That's still being calculated. That's still being calculated. Yes, because there was problems with. So when you do just giving, obviously you need to pay a percentage towards them for the uptake yeah. of their service, and then um, you have to get your identity verified and stuff like that. So I sent everything off to them, and it was all that was all fine. And then they came back saying the picture that I'd sent them on my passport wasn't square enough. So you have to. <laughs> it's um, not a square photo, though. Don't. So, <laughs> no point flapping, we're doing a podcast. And I said, don't. Um, so, I then had to resend all that off. So, I think it'll be around. It's, it's, it's around the 1000 mark. That's really good. That's really good. Um, so, I either have lots of friends who are really supportive or lots of friends who wanted to pay to watch me suffer. 
The latter. No, I will let Probably you the latter. Yes, the I'm latter. thinking it's a 50-50 split. No. And in all fairness, you, you're now kind of you're, you're, you're kind of slightly past your you know scary old man face, and the beard is is, is kind of peppering in there now. It's definitely coming in because the, yeah. the, the the stubble the, the clean shaven was strange. I looked yeah. like an angry lesbian. It was not good, <laughs> pretty much. Um, and but then the stubble, not quite beard, there face was terrifying. It's like a horror movie. Um, but it's only that's only been. <laughs> For the the listeners, um, it's what already about half an inch. Yeah. Oh please! <laughs> just, just <laughs> give so, me so, it. So so no. so he's talking gay inches here. Gay inches. Well, <laughs> gay no, inches I'm, ta- I'm talking inch. hairdresser inches. <laughs> um, no, it's probably a, just under a centimeter. Yeah, and that's yeah. only been two weeks, so it'll be back by Christmas next year. Pride. Summer. <laughs> let's, just, let's just go with summer and because yeah, and in Scotland, <laughs> that's a long way away. Um, and and as a plus side, you know, you got your beard done, then you get a lovely top up colouring. You know, you went for some basting. Basting. Mm-hmm. Oh, I went for a sunbed. Yeah, to yeah. that kind uh-huh. of white chin strap. Well, yeah, I fucking had to look at it. <laughs> uh, so yes, I I went for a. I went for a sunbed. I was actually going to go for one today after the gym, but I was running a bit late, so I went for lunch instead. Where'd you go for lunch? Uh, I went to Wagamama. Other Japanese fusion restaurants are available. <laughs> <laughs> We're all plugged plug mama. So wait a minute. So you went to Wagamama and you've turned up here to do the podcast and you brought Doritos and dirt. Uh, smoked hummus. Yes, Ugh. that's correct. Ugh. Dirt. Oh, hummus. Sorry, well, I was I was Ugh. hungry. It reminds me of rugby. It just reminds me of having my face rubbed in the dirt. I thought you would like that. No, no, no. It's even got those crunchy bits as well. No, I just meant to get your face rubbed in the dirt. No, don't mind. There we go. So what you're cackling at, Stephen? What? <laughs> so yes, tied to a chair. Um, when? So other thing we want to ask you, obviously, from from me, I've come back to Edinburgh after ten years away. And during that time, obviously, you, you two both been here. But just to ask, I've seen that. Um, <laughs> just to ask, what do you find it's, it's like being gay in Edinburgh, in effectively what is Edinburgh's, cap- Edinburgh? Edinburgh's capital city? Scotland's capital city. Not effectively. It, it is. is. I know, but I feel that it's... That's like saying, effectively, Trump isn't a dick. <laughs> I know. But having... I've lived in Glasgow because Glasgow's so much bigger and it feels so much more like a capital city. Than Edinburgh does, unfortunately. See, I don't, I don't think that at all. I think Glasgow does feel, yeah, it feels far more metropolitan and it is bigger. But I don't get a capital feeling from because Glasgow's. Well, it's got a chip on its shoulder, but being from Glasgow, I can slag it <laughs> off like if I want, so I can. Um, You're not even. I can do go on his own back to the south side, so I will. <laughs> I think that Glasgow, yeah, it does have a bit of a chip on its shoulder because it's not the capital city. <laughs> Uh, but Glasgow's problem is it's not as it hasn't got the kind of grandeur that Edinburgh has yeah it's got some beautiful buildings in the city centre but as soon as you get past like you go across the river or you go like a mile east or west you leave all that and you don't do that with Edinburgh Edinburgh kind of keeps it pretty basically Stephen's just like nodding away and smiling Um, having lived in both yeah um I think that Edinburgh is just Edinburgh's a much nicer, nicer city. Sorry, mum. 
<laughs> Glasgow's got some lovely bits too, but it doesn't have Stockbridge. <laughs> <laughs> but so, I don't understand why people would get excited about Stockbridge. Stockbridge, oh, Stockbridge, but then but it's kind of charity shops and hipsters. <gasps> and your element. Um, I don't like element. I much prefer the Queen's Arms. Uh, yeah, you have no idea what I'm talking about, do you? Uh, I was going to go no. with pubs. Yeah. Well um, done. Yeah. See? That was a good guess. Yeah. Don't stick your finger up at me. <laughs> Don't have to. You're being quiet and trying to be innocent. It's not like you. Um, I think he's just allowing the conversation to flow. <laughs> yeah. Try that sometime. So, back to being gay in Edinburgh. Um, being gay in Edinburgh can be horrendously hard work. There is no real scene to speak of. Um, the bars that are available are in need of work, all of them. Like CC's has had a nice makeover, but I just don't think it knows what it wants to be. Yeah. Um, does it want to be a club? Does it want to be a pub? Does it want to serve food? What 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 does CC's want to do? Because it's doing a little bit of everything mm-hmm. and not doing it well. The street move on uh, no the street is the same it's just it's needing it's, first of all it's needing a clean what's the other one Habana I couldn't tell you the last time I set a foot in it I haven't had a tetanus for a while so I don't think I can I just don't like it I just don't like the atmosphere and planet what Edinburgh is needing is a pub just a pub so you back but then if you want a pub you're back to the region which is the but only the one region you is there. one is quite far out from where everywhere else is yeah. and also it's not just a pub like I'm, I'm meaning that it should just be a pub and you go into the region and the decor is haphazard it doesn't really it's not welcoming like I don't walk in there and go this feels like my granny's living room I never understood what the pommel horse is doing in the region yeah that's all you'll just look at that and it's like I've never understood why it's get, there. Um, I don't get the it region could be so much better if it just got rid of those purple and green walls. <laughs> That's and the, the awful the, art. I wasn't going to make a comment on the awful oh, art, I, but now I'm going it's to. It's just it's, so bad. Wow. And people want money for the shit yeah. they hang? They might as well just hang shit. Uh, and the toilets could do with a serious upgrading. That's most pub toilets, though. Yeah, but you go into pubs in like the city centre and George Street and things like that, and they pay, they spend money on making their places look good because they know that the crowd that they have, if your place doesn't look good, they'll move on. They're not yeah. interested. The non-gay clientele, they will move. Like they will go to the region for a while, but once something else moves up, opens up, they'll move on. They'll be like, right, okay, we're done with this. We're moving on. It's happening in, in Manchester. You go down Canal Street just now and there's so many non-gay people there that the gay people don't feel as if they should be there anymore. But they haven't got other places to go. Straight people can come in, have their fun and move on. And that's what's happening in the region just now. And it's what's happening in the street as well. Once they move on somewhere else, the clientele will drop. And that's not a good thing. They need to... Because gay, because gay people want to keep places like CC's in the street and Habana and things like that, we have less choice. Yeah. And that's what it comes down to. But the people who own these businesses, they know that. So they're like, well, we don't have to spend money because technically we've got a captive audience. Which which is interesting because going back to Edinburgh 10 years ago, you know, 
I can name three pubs off the top of my head which have now gone. So you've lost the Laughing Duck, yes. the Newtown, yes. and the Claremont. All of ironically enough, which have hosted bear events at some point or another. <laughs> well, the, the Claremont was never... The Claremont was never gay. You're correct, it wasn't, but it, it did run It did run it, the gay event. It did run... Um, well, it did run the bear event and the fetish night. No, was that not Elbow? Maybe Claremont did as well, but mm. Elbow, which is owned by Trendy Wendy, who's got the street as well. Um, or I don't think she's got the street anymore, I can't remember. But yeah, they, so they, were, they weren't gay places, they were anywhere places. Yeah. Um, but really all what you have just now, especially like for an older crowd... Is the region and a lot of people aren't going because it's it's not the easiest hit. Again, it's you're right. It's not welcoming either. So when we went to the bear night, you walk in and everything just seems so disjointed. Yes. So you walk in, you have the bar, and then there's that sort of. It just feels like you're enclosed when you go through to where the seating is, mm-hmm. to where everyone was, and then that area is not conducive of any sort of communication between any area in that. Yeah, because because what what the what their 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 biggest their biggest draw is the fact that it is it's not a gay pub that is their biggest draw the region has never said it's a gay pub it is open to all whereas planet and habana they are cc's is kind of shifting around just now and the street again has never been a gay bar they have just been run by gay people who have encouraged their clientele to be fluid so obviously from all of that feedback you've kind of we've not really promoted anything positive about being gay in Edinburgh so give me something which which in actual fact you know if, if someone was listening to this and they're maybe coming to the city as a gay individual why would they come to Edinburgh why would they come visit here because it's pretty and I live here um, what are you asking specifically for about the scene about or the gay scene no, or we're, just we're, to come to Edinburgh because we're, we're asking we okay, could list a million things okay, about what come back, to Edinburgh Back away from from Edinburgh, I rephrase that. The, the topic was being gay in Edinburgh. Mm. So, 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 as a gay individual, give me some positives about being gay here in the city. What, what, what makes what's promoted you to, to be gay and stay here rather than you know where we've had lots of friends who've gone to Manchester, have gone to Birmingham. Um, the draw, so the draw that for being gay in Edinburgh is the fact that because Edinburgh is primarily a student town. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's very art-based and very liberal that you don't feel you don't feel as if there's as much oppression in Edinburgh. Edinburgh is literally it's mini London. It's very open. It's very accepting, and you don't have the Gla- Glasgow can be feel quite oppressive, right? Regardless, gay straight or whatever, Glasgow can just feel oppressive because it's an it's an old industrial town and it's very working class, whereas Edinburgh is terribly middle class and everybody well most people I'm not saying everybody but the majority of people in Edinburgh are far more accepting of different viewpoints and different lifestyles and different ways of living your life so being gay in Edinburgh is far easier than what it would be say gay living in Dundee why are you looking at me? Because usually you have something to add no well, you're, the, the, you're the only native yeah I know the, yeah, no, and the, effectively the, like, you're the yeah, guy who's the, never lived anywhere else I know, so like that. Precious on. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> um, I don't know. I generally being gay in Edinburgh for me, I'm not out on the scene much, so it doesn't really have any factor in why I would be in Edinburgh. Yeah, but not just being on the scene. What's it like? 
being a native, so what was it like being a native, living here, going to school, living in the part of town that you live in, what was it like growing up in a city like this? Because I, I was brought up in, I was born in Glasgow, lived in Glasgow until I was 11, 12, and then moved to a small town. In fact, well, I moved to a five miles out of a small town. The town itself at that point only had 17,000 people living in it. And the village I lived in, when we moved there, had 73 houses. I walked around and counted them. <laughs> so I went from very busy industrial Glasgow to a, a village that probably only had about 500 people living in it. And growing up as a musical theatre major, as Mark likes to say that I am, who was blatantly a... Homosexual? Homosexual. I was going to say shirtlifter. <laughs> um, blatantly a homosexual... It was tough, really, really tough. Would I have had a different life being brought up in a very liberal city? See, I, yeah, absolutely. I, I was really lucky. I came out at school, it was never an issue. Came out to my family, never an issue. I just kind of got on with things. I don't know what else to say. Because you were a small town yeah. as well. Yeah, very small town. And it's like I, I, well, I, I, I didn't, I didn't have to come out. Kind of screaming. Um, <laughs> I didn't have to. Is come that when you were doing jazz hands with Annie? <gasps> I've never done Annie. I never would do Annie. Really? Oh my god! Good Miss Hatcham. A show with children in it is just. Who? Oh, sorry, Miss Hatcham's from um, Great Expectations. Yeah, yeah. Hannigan. Hannigan. Miss Hannigan. Um, <laughs> he was an age. The. What was I saying before? So really interrupted. Yeah, I didn't have to come out. So I was quite, in that sense, was lucky. Um, I didn't have to come out. My friends kind of guessed while I was doing musical theatre. Uh, and I could do the splits. Or so. talking. Or talking. Yeah, probably. I did I did sound a hell of a lot more camp, which is unbelievable, uh, when I was young. But I had kind of a weird... Glasgow northeast accent going on <laughs> before I moved away and started getting all Edinburgh. Um, but it is really it was it was a lot harder being down there up there than what it would ever be living in Edinburgh. And so positive thing about that is that you in Edinburgh nobody really nobody really acknowledges being being gay is is different. Yeah, it's not really a contributing factor to interaction with people. So so overall the positive thing you're saying is Edinburgh's great, it's lovely to be gay here and live and have a very nice lifestyle and you're very unlikely to hit any um, kind of barriers in that respect. Um, How, however, the... Well, I think, the, the, well that, no, that, that will come down to which part yeah. of, of town you're in. I live in a weird... a weird area of town. So I've got, on one side of me, very nice Inverleith. It's all terribly nice. Everybody's really middle class, lives in kind of old villa-style houses. I know, I used to live in Inverleith. And, yeah, used to live <laughs> used in Inverleith. Used to live in Inverleith. <laughs> in a basement. <laughs> That's not the point. <laughs> in a basement under a shop. Under um, <laughs> a fucking surgery, bitch. Yeah, whatever. Um, and so, but so on, on that side, and then it's all very nice. And the bit that I live in is you. Most people that live in there are young professionals. There's a few families, 
but everybody, the majority of people in there are young professionals and work. Yeah. And then I go a hundred yards down the road. Yeah. And you start going into a slightly more rough area of Edinburgh. And I've been, that is by far not the roughest part of Edinburgh. And you can feel, you can just feel the, the kind of, not tension, but you can feel the change just in kind of how people react to you. Um, and then if you go across under, under the Red Bridge, that's where it gets rough. Like that is West Pilton. And it does get rough in there. So it, it does come down to areas. But what Edinburgh did quite cleverly when it went through its kind of 1960s and regeneration was they demolished most of the slums in the city centre of Edinburgh and moved everybody out to the outskirts. Get them away from yeah. us as quickly as we can. And that's what they did. Glasgow didn't do that as much. They kind of still kept it quite mixed. Um, but Edinburgh moved everybody out of the way. Well, Glasgow Glasgow's so fascinating me where you can walk down a street and there is very expensive very private homes to you turn the corner and it is as you say yeah. very very different social standings yes and you don't you don't get that in Edinburgh as much Edinburgh's made up of like 10 little towns that have all come together so what's your experience of being gay in Edinburgh Mark? quiet it's quiet I found interactions I found meeting other gay people very difficult this time when being in Edinburgh so I'm like my first experience of Edinburgh where I was involved with something. So I was meeting people all the time. This time I'm coming back, working here, being here full time and not being as active and not being as involved in groups. It's been difficult. I found Edinburgh quite lonely. But is that an, an Edinburgh thing? Or is that you coming back at the age you are and not having the rugby to be I involved d- in? I don't know because remembering in six years that me and David have been together, we've lived in three cities. And this is the first time I've really that's really hit. But is this also the first time you've moved to a city and not had that gateway to a gay community? I don't. I don't know. I just think it's because the scene here is so small. There isn't that opening to go out and meet people. So, whereas it, it's very easy to kind of be involved in groups or social activities, I just haven't found that uplift or uptake in Edinburgh. And Edinburgh, is, to me, sometimes feels a little bit like Manchester in the respects of you try to organise something. People agree to do it, and then last minute, it's very much. It's just too far. I'm just not coming. See, no, I, I think that I think that's an age thing. Mm. I genuinely, I do think that's an age thing because you get that everywhere. But like I got that when I lived in Elgin. You would try and set things up, and then people would go, oh, "Can't be bothered," and they just either wouldn't, they would cancel, or they just wouldn't turn up. So no, I think it is. I don't think it's a, a geography thing. I think that is just a. Unfortunately, you've got to that age when people just want to sit and watch Netflix <laughs> and not chill. So, so enough about being gay in Edinburgh. Let's try and get take a little bit more upbeat. Do you have a lead <laughs> on the I, topic, or am I um, still going? Or no, no. So, last podcast we done a sort of this happened. Oh, today in gay, our history. gay history. So there's a couple of things happened sort of in the past, sort of today, this week. Um, in history and it's actually more sort of activists stepping up and so mine's were quite fun last yeah. week so you're going to be no, really serious you're no, going to be no, serious no, again no, let's no, go no mine's are fun um, so 39 years ago Anita Bryan in America was doing an interview on live TV and an activist came up with a fruit pie and smacked her in the face with it yes. what was the activist's name um, the activist's name was Tom Higgins um, how long ago was it 39 years ago so, Chris, you would have been one, two, 
three. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I know I sound so youthful, but I'm actually forty-two. What's your age range you can play? <sighs> you ain't given one of the kids in Footloose, were you? <laughs> oh. If I had a fan. <laughs> Cup of tea? <laughs> Actually, I thought you would be great. So what? But I thought Mark was going to ask you a question. Yeah, so did I. It's like, um... No? No, you just, were just, just, just if you, you remember. No. Is, is there anything which... Do which I remember you? it? I was so three years old. So, but from a queer history point of view, for any of us, does that particular event strike any chords? Was it something... I, I'm, that I'm, you remember of, or you were aware of happening. I was aware of it happening, but no, I don't remember. In all fairness, I had to ask you who she was. Yeah. Um, I remember it happening. You thought it was Anita Dobson. In all fairness, I did. Wow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so there was that. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm not going to deny it. It's what I said. No, I know. Um, I think probably um, the next thing, again, it's another sort of activist confronting a media presence um, was 20 years ago in the UK when there was I think five or six gay activists from Outrage and they confronted the Archbishop of Canterbury Lord Carey at his Easter sermon yes. um, I kind of remember that, I remember that was on the TV, I remember that was on the news um, more the fact that um, Peter Tatchell was arrested and that was kind of where the lead was, it was like gay activist arrested Yes. Um, but I remember that um, and that was obviously that was opposing um, the church's views on LGBT reforms, particularly the fact that they were against lowering the age of consent. Yes, because that was so 20 years ago, so that would yeah. be lowering from... 21? 20, no. 25? No, they, want, they wanted it lowered straight from 21 to uh-huh. 16. So it went from 21 to 18 Team. in 1994. Yeah. Don't look at me because I got it wrong. You got it wrong. Uh, 1994... There's no point pointing. I know. I know. The listener can't hear you pointing. Um, we might. <laughs> well, unless you... Shut <laughs> <laughs> You get sound effects. There we go. Um, yes, I know. I remember that happening. Um, the, there, was a big, there was a big uproar. I come from a very Catholic family. And so my mum and dad... Where they weren't for the age of consent, but they weren't against it. They they didn't at that point. I hadn't. Your parents are super liberal. Eh, when they super liberal, like they're they're very pro lifers. Mm. Um, they have always so even when I was young, my mum and dad used to run a prayer group in Glasgow, and there would always be a random person sleeping on our couch, and quite a few times, um, there'd be a girl, Vivian. Vivian? Yes, Vivian. She'd be sleeping on her couch because her mum and dad would throw her out because she was a lesbian. Um, so, you know, my mum and dad are... I wouldn't say they were liberal. I would say they're accepting. I wouldn't say they were liberal. Well, I'm from a good CV family. <laughs> I, just uh, to, I just managed to do like, you know, Part-time Catholics. <laughs> Absolutely. It's great. It's religion without all the up and down and getting on your knees nonsense. Yeah, oh, we'll... We want to be Protestant, but we like pomp and ceremony. We'll be Church of England! <laughs> pretty much. Um, which is great, because I got through Lent. Successfully. <laughs> and you weren't that moody. No, I wasn't. In all fairness, Lent finished on Sunday for me. Mm-hmm. And I've since had six Easter eggs. Yes. Because I've given up chocolate. But, which is great, because now I can go back on my protein shakes, because all of my protein shakes are chocolate-based. Rather than just buying new protein yeah, shakes. Yeah, buying new protein shakes. 
It's not the same. <laughs> I don't like the strawberry one. Actually, I don't mind the strawberry. It's the vanilla ones, which is gone no, fun. No, actually, I'm the other way around. I don't mind the vanilla. I fucking hate strawberry ones. Strawberry always has that funny blue tint in it as well. I don't know what the chemical is in it, but there's always something blue floating in it. Um, Rehypnol. <laughs> That's how I get through work. Um, um, so are, you, are your history facts things that have happened this week we try to tie it into the week that we are recording yeah, to, right. to kind of give a bit of a basis for it so is there anything else that you would like to add um yes, no i'm just trying are. to I've got, I've got i've got loads of chunks to go through i'm just trying to think if we've got anything else to bring it more upbeat from from no, what, 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 what well, we've got I, this is not i beat i thought someone slapping a fruit pie into an old bigot's Faces upbeat. Yeah. Yes, but if everyone else is out there like me going, who is she? I don't remember what the relevance of you slapping the face into it. That's, but that's, that's what you do when you Google things. Yes. Educate yourself, people. I had a client in on Monday and we got on to, uh, I can't remember how we got on to it, but we got on to uh, section 28. Very quickly before we go on, you're the client, you maybe want to tell people what you do because we haven't told them at any point. Oh, uh <laughs> I, I'm a masseuse. Uh, no, bar- <laughs> I'm a barber. Uh, so yes, I had a client in my chair, um, and he is an older gent. He's in his mid sixties, um, and he has always lived in Scotland. Well, he lived he lived in London for a while, but he's he's always lived in Scotland, and he works in education, which surprised me that he didn't understand the impact that Section 28 had on the UK. And he didn't actually know that it had been repealed. Wow. That, that, and that that's what got me the most, because I said to him, well, oh, it's now been repealed, and he didn't... And he was like, all oh, right, okay, well, I knew the kind of the, that it wasn't used anymore. And I said, yeah, it's not used, because in the uh, year 2000, Scotland repealed, uh, abolished the act. Um, and I, I was really surprised that... So very quickly for everyone listening, what Section 28 was... Section 28 was a law that came in in 1980... I'm going to say 88 or 89, I can't quite remember. And it ran until uh, here in Scotland, it was 2000, and I think it was 2004 in England and Wales. Uh, it was a local government act, so it wasn't actually a criminal law, it was a civil law, where councils were not allowed to promote homosexuality as an alternative lifestyle. So that meant, especially in schools and colleges, anybody who even uttered the word homosexual or gay could lose their job. Uh, which made a, had a huge impact on funding for um, LGB back then, because the T hadn't been added on. So LGB um, charities, organisations, bullying in schools, bullying in workplaces, all that couldn't be done and it all started because of a book that promoted homosexuality in Haringey Council in London uh, and a MP, a backbencher managed to get it through quite quickly as well so they hadn't really thought it all through yeah mm-hmm. uh, so yeah I was quite surprised because it was, it was huge I remember it I remember it vividly I can remember going up to a teacher in school and saying that oh, I've been bullied um we're going to use bad words that I've been called a faggot and saying that to my guidance teacher and her literally just sitting there going I'm really sorry Christopher but there's nothing I can do about it and she was obviously really upset um, and so I had to school a 65 year old man about it and I was just I was really shocked that he didn't 
he didn't know. But the good, what what was nice about what he kind of said was that because he taught in universities and he taught, he's a he's a, a singing teacher, he's a music teacher. That in that world, it didn't impact them. They they didn't. They just carried on as if everything everything was fine. Yes. Um, and so that kind of comes back to your whole point about Edinburgh, that because Edinburgh is got four universities, that life here isn't as doesn't feel as governed when it comes to kind of sexual behaviour and things like that. Um, like prostitution in Edinburgh was the police just turned a blind eye to it for a long time. Um, I think if if police Scotland, God, if police Scotland had been governed by Lothian and Borders and not by Strathclyde like yes. it has been, that laws would be even more liberal in Scotland than yeah. what they are now. Yeah, which is um, still what surprised me when the police force went when it became under yeah. one, it kind of went over to the very Catholic side of Scotland. Uh, well, it's actually no, it's 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 actually going over far more Calvinist mm. than Catholic. Um, because even I think if it had gone Catholic, then sectarianism would be abolished, which has not happened. Uh, we still have orange marches, which always surprised me when I was in Glasgow. Because you'd be walking down the street, and the next thing you'd be like, <laughs> <laughs> "That was that was me trying to play the penny whistle, <laughs> not very well." Um, so yeah, but that just kind of goes back to Edinburgh is far more liberal and accepting, and Bye. just a. It's just a prettier place to live. <laughs> I have friends who work in education, and I find they live in very much a bubble around all of their life. Mm-hmm. It's very sheltered and protected. Well, if that's if you've gone from school, so you've gone from like primary school to secondary school into university and then teaching, your whole life is academia and actually seeing what it's like outside. I think people should they should always have at least two years between going from school into university. Mm-hmm go and get a job, actually understand what it's like to be out there in the big bad world. Because um, it's not as fluffy and as secure. Academia is a beautiful place to be. It's very safe. You can say whatever you want and everybody just goes, oh, that's fine, it's just a train of thought. Um, <laughs> we'll have a safe space, all that kind of stuff. And it is a really nice... It's a, I, I cannot wait to go back into academia because it is just such a fun... You're paid to read. But you go in like, as a mature, a mature student, which must, when, which must, even, yeah. But even when I went to uni the first time, it was it was a, it was a, an amazing environment to be in. And then I worked in academia for six years. Was that in theatre? No, I used to interpret lectures for deaf students. That was it. <gasps> Can we talk about you getting um, checked out by deaf people? <laughs> 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 which which time? Which time? Which time? So, uh, so so as you say, you could you 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 interpret sign language. I and, I do. And you yes. can yeah. Speak. And I was on a. I think my favorite was in Berlin. Um, got off on the train from the airport coming into, and I was kind of coming up towards uh, Alexanderplatz, and a bunch of deaf guys got on uh, a couple of stops before I was getting off. And I dressed at that point like a 40-year-old skater. So I had on kind of glasses and a baseball cap and it was very hot. It was a beautiful day in Berlin. And I had my headphones on, so I blatantly did not look deaf. Headphones on, so you're not gonna be you're not gonna be deaf. 
that's sweeping but anyway and <clears throat> this bunch of deaf guys got on and initially I didn't realise that they were British until I kind of clocked out the corner of my eye that I could understand what they were saying quite well and realised though they must be from from Britain somewhere and the way that the train was positioned I had to bend over with my backside towards them to pick my bag up off the floor and picked my bag up and started walking away and clocked one of them saying and we're going to be quite graphic if he did that again I'd run my cock so far up his arse he would scream it's what he said <laughs> <laughs> so I got off the train at that stop put my bag down so I had both hands free and then signed at him why don't you give me a call sometime and then walked away <laughs> and his face was a picture <laughs> because the last place they are going to think that somebody is going to understand what they're saying is in Berlin <laughs> so not like you not to just have got his number well the door's shut <laughs> so wasn't there another incident on the bus as well oh uh, there was an in incident UK? yes um, on the top deck of the bus <laughs> and I got up and saw this guy turning around to his friend saying I would give him one, and as I went down the stairs on the bus, signed back to him, thanks, but you're not my type. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're so mean. But speaking of things that happen to you on buses, there was also the lovely theatre ladies who gave you your review. They did. On the bus. Um, they they were very drunk, but I will take the review. <laughs> they yes. were, didn't know you were on the bus. They didn't realise, because I got on the bus before them, and then they sat down, and they didn't realise that I was sat right behind them, and they were praising the show and singing the songs all the way home, and then I had to ask one of them to slightly move, because she was quite rotund. I had to ask her to move out of the aisle so I could get past, and that's when they realised I'd been sat behind them the whole way. So <laughs> Thankfully, they enjoyed the show and didn't slag us off. But it's still, it's still really strange because I love all of your pre-show pictures as well with you with your beard. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which was so strange to then come and see you, obviously, without your beard and go, well, um, because a lot of the promo who, shots who, who, were done. Who is that extra that they've got, <laughs> the understudy they've got playing the thing? Um, that blonde head yeah. in the dark. Yeah. <gasps> <laughs> that was awesome. Got, that yeah. was so good. So, so I've got to be honest with you, black with your very light pallor in mm-hmm. Scotland and a very dark stage there was lots of floating head syndrome yeah yeah especially well, when you had the spotlight um, <laughs> that was lighting nothing to do with us we just editing. carry on that was the, the editing the editing but the thing is we can we can't see it so we can there's no way we can feed back and nobody fed back during the week, so we couldn't tell them. It Thanks was for that. Very good. Yeah. We thoroughly enjoyed it. So I think that's through everything, unless you've got anything else in your no, notes. No, I think no? that's it. Oh, no, I do have one thing. We just need to crinkle these, because it's going to piss him off. Oh, right. So, the last podcast... Well, what are they? They're just random sweets. Um, so, the last podcast, one of our listeners and biggest critics... And all fairness, we've not had a drunk, semi-naked video for we've a while not. from him. So, Paul um, HuskyAlexNI on Instagram, if anyone wants to follow him and throw some shade. Ooh, Caramax. Um, <laughs> had commented that Mark... How can you like homos? Wait a minute, why am I getting the blame because here? Because you're not getting the blame for anything. Um, <laughs> so, you had been drinking a bottle of some sort of juice, and you were playing about with the lid two podcasts ago, and he clocked you for that. And moaned to me about that, not to you, which was annoying. And then he was moaning that I was eating sweets on the last podcast. Oh, is this why you were telling me to crunch my chips yes. together? Right. Yes. Okay, wait, give so, me a second. Um, 
But in all fairness, this is also the same person who told me I should beat you with the spatula. Yes, he was also... He was also probably going to send you that spatula. And well, a belt. Spare. Free spatula. <laughs> <laughs> Screw that. Do have a fish slice instead, actually? could always do a new fish slice. No. You need a fish slice? Fish slice? I need, <laughs> I, I need a fish slice! <laughs> so this whole bit is just to wind him up, because he, he listens to it in a car. So it's going to be so loud, and all you're going to hear is the mm. crunching and crackling. They're really nice. What are they? Mmm. Mmm, mmm. No. Well, Stephen, you would bring Haribo, wouldn't you? I did. Um, I brought Haribo, Mawams. I did bring Haribo. I brought some. Haribos? Yeah, the pan- no. No, these are not part of the same Haribo brand. No. No, no these are not Haribos, though. They were Haribo. Never mind. So, yeah, this is just a little homage. So, obviously, Paul. For, from my point of view, after us complaining about the scene in Edinburgh, mm-hmm. uh, there is quite a few things going on. There is the pub quiz at CC's. They're doing an East one this um, Thursday at 8 o'clock. Uh, Are you going to come Thursday? second first again? <laughs> I didn't come second first. I came first runner-up. Um, there's a difference. <laughs> you came last. Wow. came first runner-up. <laughs> um, there was two teams. Therefore, first runner-up. Um, and then we last. have um, Dilf yes. is on the 14th, I think, along with Bear's name. Um, so, Stephen, are you going to come to Dilf? I don't know. I'm working till 10. Uh, Stephen should come out and play. For anyone no. listening, write in and tell Stephen you should come out and play. Because last no. time Stephen went to Dilf, it was hilarious. Chris, should you not come to Dilf? Um, you could come around for pre-drinks and we can wait for Stephen getting in from work. And you could come here for pre-drinks and then we go up. I no, because I'm not getting here until after 11. Which is fine, because we don't need to go till midnight. I know you're old. Midnight? <laughs> You'll be fine. You'll turn I've into had a... five hours sleep by that point. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God. Set your alarm. No. <laughs> More just a weekend. Wasn't that, <laughs> wasn't, that a new, wasn't that a new year when you were around? Two of you in the corner, cackling with each other. Uh, actually, we weren't in a corner. We are standing in the middle of the floor, cackling at each other. <laughs> there was no cornering. And that's because we were hilarious. Uh-huh. <laughs> mean girls. Um, uh, and no. then... It's not mean <laughs> if it's deserved. I thought you say it wasn't mean if it's factual. Um... Well, both well. are true, and both were accurate. Yeah. Then on the 13th, it's Hot Mess, which I've never heard of, but I can see Ginger Chris is going. Hot Mess is at Sneaky Beats. I don't know what that is. It's the... It's the... <laughs> 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 it's very, you might want to tell them where Dilf is, if you're going to... Yes, and on you go, Mark. I don't know where, where's Dilf? <laughs> I don't know, it's the one in between the street and the steak place. It's in GHQ. Currently you're having to use the back door of it because they're refitting the front. Which is great because actually the industrial look works well for the club night. I think they're going to continue doing it. Forever. Yeah. Um, it's going to be like the trams. <laughs> it's never going to be finished. <laughs> the sooner they finish those fucking trams, the better. And then, more importantly, which I don't know if this is one we should organise to all go to, XXL's back up in Edinburgh on the 28th of April last so, time it was quiet but we had we had a, a real laugh last time we went and we could all because <laughs> my money's actually on which of you queens would take their clothes off first at this again well Ginger Chris isn't here because he would obviously be first um, I've never taken my clothes off at XXL yeah I don't do that in public I've not I need to go back and look at photos I don't take my top off Whereas the last XXL... <laughs> just because your top's XXL, on doesn't mean that it yeah. has stayed on. The last um, XXL, I'm sure I got a text because I didn't go to the last one. 
I'm sure I got a text message from Mark saying, oh, I started off with all my clothes and then the top came off, then the harness went on, then the jeans came off and the shorts were on. So I think you're the one that probably Sorry, gets you naked. You costume changes. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. If I go to, the, if I go to any fetish oh night where I have a costume change, I like a bag and change because you don't know how you're going to feel. Or with Edinburgh, you don't know how cold it's going to be. So well, I might have to wear thermals. So I think the bets are more on Mark taking his clothes off before anyone so else. So if, yeah. if we're going to talk about this, I remember you and Chris dancing in your jockstrap very quickly. Um, first um, time sorry, I went out with the mother, not, not you, this, Chris. But that, Ginger Chris. That was an XXL. That was that, that not Bear Scots? It might have been Bear Scots or Pride. Um, oh, and then Pride Edinburgh coming up yes. in June. June? June. So hopefully we'll be out there um, I'll definitely be out. doing that. Um, anything else? You kind of want to go for No. Uh, there is a play being done. <gasps> Are you in another play? I'm not in it. Um, I'm, I can't quite remember the dates, but I'll let you know. Uh, but it's called Pride, and it's for Pride. Um, and it's the story of... So it's over two timelines, so it's 1950s. Oh, that's cool. Uh, in the first act, and then the second act, it's 2008. And it's the same people... It's the same story, but done at different times because there'll be different reactions. Oh. So there is a closeted straight married man who starts engaged in a relationship with an openly gay man. That might be cool to come and see. Um, I don't know if I'm going to go and see it because there's a scene in it. I know two people in it, and there's a scene in it that I don't know if I want to see. <laughs> But don't, I, I, at this point, don't spoil it. Don't, don't, don't lie. But I'm assuming by that, that means they don't have the clothes on, which means that you know these two people. You maybe don't want to see them naked. So one of them is my flatmate, and the other one is Ian. Which Ian? Hmm? Which Ian? The one who massacred my face. Oh my god! I can't. <laughs> which one's playing straight? Oh god! What do you think? If you're flatmate, not going to be Ian. <laughs> Bless them. Well, I don't know. With the two of you together, whenever I see pictures of the two of you, it's hard to tell which one is gay and which one's straight. What are you talking about? The flatmate or yes. Ian? No, the flatmate and the you. flatmate. My oh flatmate yeah, no, when Ian's my flatmate <laughs> makes Michael Ball look bitch. <laughs> um, the two of you are adorable. You're like an old married couple. Thanks. Hopefully, we're going to get a divorce soon. <laughs> no, you're like an old married couple who like each other. Mm. Um, <laughs> Um, so yes, yeah, so, and that's on at the Roxy, which is on Roxborough Street, is it? I think so. I don't know. Yeah, I think so. I think it's Roxborough yeah. Street. Um, are you doing anything for festival this year that you want to plug yet? Not yet, no. Not yet. Well, once you let us know what you're doing for festival. Mm-hmm. Are we going to see Courtney Act at the festival? No. I kind of want to see it. <laughs> so, 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 Chris I'm come. going to go and see Courtney act if anyone would like to come. I, I didn't realise she was back. Yeah. Whereabouts? Um, the stand. Oh, well, I, I'd maybe go and see her at the stand. If it was Underbelly, then no, I'd boycott. Them. No, it's not the Underbelly. Yeah, no, we should go this year. We, should, we, didn't, yeah. we didn't go and see it last year. We talked about it. And I'd like to see it because she can't sing. And in all fairness, I quite like watching her ongoing um, Facebook, um, Instagram stories. No, I much prefer Wigs by Vanity. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I fucking love Wigs by Vanity. <laughs> really? I'm uh, loving Kim Chi's um, storyline. because I just That's because it's food. It's, it's like, basically have food. you seen what Kim Chi's eating? Yeah. No. <laughs> no, I haven't. <laughs> it was so good. So much food. Um, gosh, can't even think of any bear sites I follow at the moment on Instagram. 
Speaking of best sites, I believe you have a new Instagram best site. Would you like to get a quick plug? Not really, because I might get the other one back. Well, let's talk about your new one very quickly, because oh. Stephen's looking to get his followers back up. If you were subscribed to his old one, please subscribe to the new one, which is... Bears, Cubs and Beards 1. I'm just... Oh. Which was said with such joy. I know, such joy. People, if you are using it, he's not usually this upset about it. He is, he, he is really enthusiastic about the site. He is obviously I am, upset but about it's... what happened. Yeah. We'll just not talk about that right now. <laughs> so, if that is us done with everything that I think we're going through. Um, Chris, thank you very much for coming on. If you'd like to tell everyone where they can contact or see pictures of you or anything you're doing. Um, Instagram. Oh, do I have to do the whole thing again? Yeah. Right, yes. So, don't underscore, touch underscore the underscore beard. Uh, uh, or Eden Fur Cub. And on Facebook, find me. That's all I have. I don't, I'm not on um, anything else. Stephen? So to find me on Instagram, it is just a hometown boy. All one word. No underscores. And Did yourself, you look Mark? that up on your phone because no. you couldn't remember? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> and yourself, Mark? Uh, you can get me on Instagram as SparkyCub or on most other things as Sparky underscore Cub, depending on what you're looking for me for. Um, now we're going to try again no, to no, do this no, without no, games. Are you no, ready? Three, no, we're not doing that bit yet. Two, are we not? No, because oh. you can also contact the podcast at podcastbearwithme at gmail.com. Or Instagram at podcastbearwithme. Please note if you are replying on the Instagram page, it will probably be Stephen who writes back to you because mine doesn't make any sense when I reply to people who comment on it. I've not even seen you comment on it. <laughs> do you just delete it? Um, also, you can find the podcast on iTunes and SoundCloud if you search for... Bear with me. It is the lovely pink and blue triangle with the two bears in it. Indeed, for those of you, because we do plug our iTunes one, uh, please, don't know, can you rate and comment on SoundCloud? Um, you yes. can comment. I, I don't know if you can rate, but you can I certainly comment. You comment. But you need to have an account to do that. You can't do it anonymously. So please, on both of them, iTunes or SoundCloud, leave us a comment, get in touch, let us know what you think. Um, we are trying a new mic still, so please bear with us while we get sound qualities or any of those issues sorted out. Um, Please note all the editing is done by Stephen, so thank you for doing all of that hard work. That's uh, all right. <laughs> We're going to try and do this ending thing then? Yes. Okay. So, thank you for listening to us. <laughs> and We just can't get, you didn't even like count down or anything. Well, like. that's because you're special, Ed. Would you like to count? No. Right, right. We'll go. Right. Thank, thank you, you for, for listening, listening to us, to us and, and bear, bear with me. me.